Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, everybody. Uh, the Kings game is almost over. We welcome you to the post-game show. And if you wanted to know what life would be like, Without Domantas Sabonis, uh, you found out tonight, all right? No Sabonis. Your offense is in a rut. You only score 103 points with one possession maybe left in the game, maybe two. And, you know, Nikola Jokic, uh, the man, and, you know, the game's not over yet. You know, I got to be fair here. It's a five-point game, but it's Denver's basketball. And there's only 23 seconds left. So, you know, if the Nuggets just make one of two when they go to the line, uh, they will win this game in all likelihood because they're going to go to the foul line probably three more times in this game. And if they make three of six, that will give them 114. And even if the Kings make two threes, it won't be enough. I mean, what else are you going to say? Life? without Sabonis. And you better hope it's not for too long, and you better hope that when he does come back that he's able to perform the way he was before he was injured. How about Michael Porter in this game? 30 points on 20 shots. Nikola Jokic, one rebound away from a triple-double. 20 points, 11 assists, 9 rebounds. 20 points on only 10 shots. Jamal Murray with 23. And, you know, you look at the Kings, Fox with 26, 21 for Herter. But, you know, the Kings, again, not shooting a ball well from distance. Less than 30% right now, 10 of 34. And free throw shooting was good. Can't nitpick that. 16 of 19, right? But, you know, life without Sabonis. And, again, you're playing a very good team. We get that. And the game's not over yet. So, you know, I'm also going to put that out there. I mean, if you saw what Luka Doncic did tonight, uh, the game's not over until it's over. Of course, the Kings don't have Luka, but what he did tonight was, well, we've never seen it before in the history of the NBA. So this game's not over yet, but uh, Denver is a team that in all likelihood will not beat themselves. And in order for them to lose this game, they're going to have to get very, very careless. Very careless. All right. Really, again, I don't know what else to say. You know, we knew that Sabonis was the one guy on this team that you would not be able to replace, right? In other words, I'm not saying you can replace Fox, but you can make up, excuse me, you can make up for the absence of Fox 
more than you can for Sabonis. I mean, there's absolutely no one on the Kings that can come close to doing what Domantas Sabonis does. Can't. Plain and simple. So it looks like this miserable homestand is going to continue. And when I mean miserable, everyone thought that this was the homestand where you would really be able to pad the schedule. No one forecasted losing to Charlotte and Washington. And now it's 113 to 106 with a second left, and that's it. Game over. You are officially listening to the Kings Post Game Show here on Listen App. I'd love to get your take. The Kings with a very good first quarter. <clears throat> Excuse me. Outscored the Nuggets 32 to 20. Third quarter was not good for Sacramento. They were outscored 32 to 27. Fourth quarter was the worst quarter of the game for the Kings. They were outscored uh, 34 to 23. So now you're two games over 500. You lose 113 to 106. You have the same team tomorrow. And maybe Aaron Gordon comes back for Denver, which gives them, you know, a little bit more life. I'm only speculating here, and I'm, that's all I'm doing. But based on the injury that Sabonis has, if he didn't play tonight, I can't imagine him playing tomorrow night. But that's just speculation on my part. All right, let's get it rolling. All right, if this is your show, it's not my show, and we're going to get to John. Hello, John. Welcome to the show. Grant, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. What's going on, my friend? What can I do for you? What what a tough no. loss, huh? Hey, it was a tough loss, but you got to understand, this is Nikola Jokic. I mean, they don't yep. call him the Joker for no reason, just because his you know yep. his name rhymes. He's really, really, really good. Like I think we talked earlier today, man. If we could get two or one of our next two games and two of our next five or six, we'll be fine. And that we competed this evening. Hey, to be so close in the end, and it was great. The Kings putting the squeeze on Michael Malone's nuggets early in the game was fantastic. But Yeah, it was, but you know, it's a 48-minute game. It's not a 12-minute game or a 24-minute game, and I know I cut you off because you were getting ready to say but, but, you know, the game is 48 minutes long, and it was a good start for Sacramento, but that fourth quarter was not good, John. They got outscored by 11 points in the fourth quarter. I know. I know they did, and if – not for that. I mean, outscored by 11 points. We've seen much worse than that. And without Sabonis, hey, it wasn't that bad this evening. Hopefully tomorrow night and or the, the following game against Utah, one of these games got a click. And we just, like, like we said, for us Kings fans, we need to tread water over these next two or three weeks, you know, while Sabonis has this injury. Thanks for taking my well, call, Grant. Thanks for letting me thank get you, it John. started, man. Yep. You got it, my friend. You have a good night. Take care. Bye-bye. I mean, I, I understand John's optimism, but I'm not as optimistic as he is. You know, I, I'm, I'm not. And the reason why I'm not as optimistic as he is, is this Kings team, after a road trip that ended up very well, okay, winning at Toronto, and at Detroit to go three and three, you had the table set up beautifully to get on a little bit of a roll and you pad your schedule. But you come home and you lose to the worst team in the East. Then you lose to Washington after beating a bad Lakers team. And now you lose to Denver and you have them in 24 more hours. 
I again, I'm only speculating on this, but if Sabonis did not play tonight, I can't imagine him playing tomorrow. Like 24 hours would not make any difference with his injury. That's the point I'm trying to make. I, 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 and I'm not a doctor, but I don't think I have to be a doctor to make that comment. All right. So the Kings, and here's the other deal. Did you see all the scores in the Western Conference tonight? The Lakers won. Not that I'm counting on them to make a big comeback. The Clippers beat the Raptors. The Suns beat the Grizzlies. All right. The Thunder won. The Mavericks came from behind to beat the Knicks behind a Superman effort by Luka Doncic, 126 to 121. The Warriors won. Okay. So. You know, you got to factor all of this in. The Kings lost a game on the field tonight for all intents and purposes. You know, that's pretty much what happened. They lost the game on the field. And Denver is, you know, they're not going to just all of a sudden lay down tomorrow night because they had a good fourth quarter. They're going to come out and they're going to try to take it to Sacramento. And there will be some adjustments made by both coaches. Don't know about the availability of Mike Brown for tomorrow. He did not coach. Uh, I thought Fernandez coached a very good game. I can't fault him at all. I know a lot of people will, but I'm not one of them. They just got beat by a better team in the fourth quarter tonight. That's what happened. Let's get to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the uh, post-game show. Jeff, how are you? Good, Grant. You know, it was a pretty good, you know, it was a good game in the first half, but the three-point shooting was atrocious. Oh, I, I, terrible. Was like, Five for 28 at one point. And then with Porter, you know, have it, it just always seemed some guy just that you'd least expected. He led the Nuggets in points and not Jokic that, you know, just rotten luck that he, he hasn't been playing well. The last, he went 0 for 5, I think, the last game at the three point line. Yep. And, yep. and then tonight, the guy is on fire. So you just never know who's going to go be on fire, you know. That's right. 113-106 that fourth quarter. And, you know, you talk about Porter. And he didn't shoot the three ball, um, as you said, well, the last time. But tonight, he sure did. He was 5 of 9 from beyond the arc. And, again, he had 30 points on 20 shots. That's very efficient. Yeah. And, and you uh, – why don't you let the listeners know what you said Luca was super – a super effort. But read his line. 60, 21, and 10. Holy shit. Uh-huh. Yep, oh. never been done before. Yep. I mean, how how amazing is that? <laughs> that guy Did you see the play? Did you see the play that sent the game to overtime? No, I missed it. Oh, my God. He intentionally missed a free throw. Somehow he ends up with the ball on the left wing and literally catches and shoots the ball like a volleyball play in one motion and the ball goes in from about seven feet, and the game goes to overtime. You ought to check it out. It's absolutely yeah, freaking I, unbelievable. I was watching the first part of it. I know Brunson didn't play, and then I had to make dinner for the girls and stuff. But uh, anyways, yeah, that guy, he's just a one-man show, you know. And, by, the uh, way, by the way, the Kings now, with the loss, Dallas has gone past them in the standings. So the Kings fall to seventh in the West, okay? Right. And they're only a game and a half ahead of Golden State, who is now 10th. So this thing, they, you know, did you. They, did they lose tonight to Charlotte or? No, they beat them. Oh, they did. Okay. Yep. 
Wow. So everybody, like in our conference, just about won tonight, and we lost. Yep. 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 Phoenix, Phoenix beat Memphis, and you're not catching Memphis. So that, uh, that's a bad, that's bad for Sacramento because Phoenix now goes to 20 and 15. All right. So they got three more wins than you do. Dallas, by the way, has now won four in a row. They're 19 and 16. And Portland is only percentage points behind Sacramento, as is Utah. So really, for all intents and purposes, Sacramento, Portland, and Utah are all tied right now at seven, eight, nine. And, and Portland's the Cinderella team of uh, the year so far. Who would have thought, you know? I know. They, they just have Lillard, yep. but Nurkic had a hell of a game the other night. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't say they just have Lillard. That's not fair. That that that's not being that's not being fair. They have a yeah, lot they, more than Damian Lillard. They got well, they got Grant too, right? That's right. Yes, I mean, I but I think you're being a little too harsh on them when you say they only have Lillard. That's that's not really fair. I'm sorry, I don't agree with that. I think they yeah. have a lot more than Lillard. Would I say that they're you know, one of the best teams in the league, no. Uh, but uh, Jeremy Grant's a hell of a player, all right? And I'll yeah. tell you, Shaden Sharp, their rookie's looking pretty good. Uh, they're, they're not bad, you know? Simmons looks pretty Simmons, good, but... They got Simmons yeah, but, Simmons. But let's let's yeah. talk about the Kings. Let's not talk about the Blazers. Here's the bottom line. If the, the Kings are in a very precarious position right now with their schedule, Denver tomorrow, Utah, at Memphis, at Utah. And when, oh. they're get, when they get done with that stretch, and again, I'm saying if... You know, if they if they continue to slide, they will not be all right. They won't. They'll they'll, they'll probably be tenth in the West after that if they continue this type of a slide. Right, right. It's brutal, brutal. Yep. Schedule coming up as Grant Napier. Uh, all right. Well, listen, Jeff. I appreciate your uh, feedback here on the post game. You have a good night, okay, buddy? All right, you too, Grant. Thanks for uh, doing the show. My pleasure, Jeff. Thanks for listening, my friend. You take care. Bye bye. All right. Let's get to uh, some other phone calls with uh, Ryan in Sacktown. Ryan, welcome to the program. How are you this evening? Doing great, Grant. Yourself? Good. No complaints. Excellent. So um, overall, I was really encouraged by what I saw tonight. Obviously, the three-point shooting, we shot 28.6%. That's an absolute killer. But you know what? Those guys were, the defense was good. And I thought what they did on Jokic was very brilliant on a short timeline. They didn't let him get comfortable playing against one defender down low. And the Kings rotated on who was guarding him. And I thought the Kings played pretty damn well on defense. At the end of the day, shoot, we were only out-rebounded by one rebound. So... As not only that, you know, you gave up 113. If you give up 113, you should win. But now you have Sabonis not on the floor, so your offense is going to suffer. But, you know, if you hold a team like Denver to 113, you have a really good chance of winning. Yeah, and, you know, everybody was involved. And I also – I have a lot of respect for some of the guys. Rashawn Holmes, he played 22 or 23 minutes tonight, and he's yep. rarely been playing, and he comes in and makes an impact. Eight points, seven yep. rebounds, I believe. You know, yep. so – played well. He played very well. So it's a testament of keeping those guys ready. But this was a much better result than I expected. And I know it's still a loss. You don't get an asterisk next to the L. But there was a lot of positive stuff that I saw out there tonight on the floor. Well, it really puts a lot of pressure on the Kings tomorrow with their schedule upcoming. Uh, Listen, Utah's not the team that they were at the beginning of the year. But then you play them two out of your next three games. And they're, they're basically tied with you in the standing. So, you know, let's not... Let's not underestimate the importance of these games right now, particularly 
if Sabonis is not on the floor. This is going to be a really difficult stretch. And then all of a sudden, you got to play catch-up. And playing catch-up with the Kings' schedule and all the games they have against the Western Conference is not going to be easy. No, it's not. I mean, this is, you hit the nail on the head. It is a very, very important stretch, but the West has been log jammed all season up until this point, and it doesn't take much to fall out of the playoffs, and it doesn't take much to get in the one spot. So if the Kings can just find a way to hang around and, you know, play 500 ball, at least they're going to possibly have a chance at that point. Yep. Um, but I, I do have a concern. I don't know that they can play the style they played tonight consistently because they were playing really fast, um, you know, and it, they played a 10 man. They played 10 men tonight, which yes, is they did. a lot more than uh, usual. But, yeah, this is this is going to be the stretch grant with uh, Sabonis or not. But luckily, with the West being the way it is, hopefully if we do slip, we're still in that neighborhood where we can climb back up and make a run. But um, I thought it was going to be a lot more of a black eye than it really was. Well, it's a 113-106 final. Uh, you're right. I mean, think about the bench. Lyles played 24. Holmes played 23 minutes. Monk played 26 minutes. Mitchell played 18. Okpala played three. So you're right. I mean, he, you know, Coach Brandon is, did use a lot of the players tonight. And all right, let's talk a little bit about Keegan Murray again. Okay, yeah. 31 minutes, no Sabonis on the floor, so you need his rebounding, right, to make up for the 15 rebounds or so that Sabonis seems to get every night. He only had two rebounds. Uh, and, and I know the rebounding numbers head-to-head were okay. In other words, they actually uh, – I think they were only minus one on the glass. But uh, is Keegan Murray ever going to start rebounding to basketball? I mean, he played 31 minutes at a forward position and only had two rebounds in a game where you don't have Sabonis. So – you need a guy to get some rebounds, and he's not able to do that. That's a little bit of a concern for me. Yeah, when, you're, when your two guard is out rebounding your power forward yes. and your starting point guard, that is a concern because yep. Fox only had one tonight. Um, That's right. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is with Keegan. I mean, from what I've seen and what I'm watching is he is getting back on most plays where he is not – taking the ball to the hoop or making a cut. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a coaching thing. That has to change. It, at this point, it's it's all hands on deck on those boards, and you send one back, whoever takes the shot. I mean, especially against a team like Denver. So I don't know how you change that or get more out of that young man. And, you know, rebounding is as much mental as it is physical, right? It, it's yep. understanding the shot that went up in the air. It's understanding where the ball may come off. It's understanding positioning on the floor. And, you know, as a rookie, those are all things that are still coming from him. But what I can tell you is, like with Harrison Barnes, there were two or three plays that I specifically saw tonight where he was on Jokic and just how he he used the baseline as his friend and he boxed him down. It's those small little things. And if Barnes even gets a tip on the ball, that goes out to a king and now they're off to the races. Those are the little tiny things that Keegan yep. needs to start doing. I thought a real key in the game, it's 96-96. Uh, Michael Malone takes a timeout. There was a key word, Nikola Jokic blocks Fox on a layup. They come back and make a three. That was part of a 9-0 run, and that's where yeah. the game ended, all right? After that timeout, tied at 96. Denver scored the next nine, and Jokic was very involved on both ends of the floor, and that's where the game changed in that fourth quarter. Yeah, you're, you're spot on, Grant. Um, the momentum completely changed, and 
with the way that we were shooting or the Kings were shooting the three ball, you know, to come back at that point, not, not a lot of hope, but yep. you know, they, they, they were aggressive taking it to the hoop. You can't knock them for that. They had 19 free throws made 16. So, you know, it's just tweaking, having a better shooting game, but we we've got to be able to respond to those runs down the stretch that the other team is going to make. And yes, Gordo is agreeing with me in the background. (laughs) Well, so now the Kings, now the Kings are 17 and 15. And when they came back from the road trip, four games over 500, we thought, okay, this is where they're really going to pad their schedule. And now think about this. They've now lost three or excuse me. Yeah, three of the four home games since the road trip. Pretty bad. Oh, it is. It's it's really bad. We're we're looking at a realistically a one in five runs or uh homestand. Yep. Realistically. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, two and six I think would be a miracle at this point. And I don't think yeah, I mean two and uh four would be a miracle. I, I don't think they're winning back to back with uh Utah, obviously, the latter game in Denver tomorrow night before that. I, I just don't see it. And like you said, our, and I believe who was on before me, Jeff? Um, yes. You know, the, the West, everybody, pretty much the teams we didn't want to win, won. So that, that's yep. a full game right there. And, you know, I, I was, like you said, Jordy Fernandez, I was really impressed with his demeanor on the sideline. I liked the me quick too. substitutions that he yep. was making. And I, I, I liked how he tried to keep them off balance with what they had to work with because literally our, our big man, Alex Len, we hadn't seen him in a really long time, unless it was just spot minutes here and there, you know, he was working with guys that haven't been out there. So credit to the Kings coaching staff for having these guys mentally and physically ready to jump in at any time. I'm with you. Uh, but it's, uh, as you said, this is a very precarious time. Uh, the jazz play, uh, the Warriors before they play Sacramento, but it's not a back-to-back. And then the Kings open up the new year in Memphis. They got steamrolled tonight by Phoenix, which was a little surprising. Uh, but they're a good team, and they're a very difficult matchup for Sacramento. So, you know, it's a quick turnaround, both teams. You know, you get right back on it tomorrow, and there will be adjustments made. And now Michael yep. Malone and Nikola Jokic has seen exactly how the Kings may defend him. So they'll be better prepared for that. We don't know if Aaron Gordon's going to play for the Nuggets, and we really don't know if Sabonis is going to play. But again, I'm just using common sense here. If he right. didn't play tonight, why would I expect him to play tomorrow? I just don't expect them to play tomorrow. Yeah, I agree with you there, Grant. But um, we will see. That's for sure. Um, adjustments, like you said, will be made. And, um, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, each team can make adjustments at this point. Maybe play Holmes a little bit more. Maybe shift, sounds crazy, shift Keegan sometimes down on Jokic. I mean, they just got to throw the kitchen sink at the guy and they've got to see what sticks because ultimately he's going to get his grant there's no yes yes he is there's no way he's not but um if they can do what they did tonight and pull it together you know there there is some light at the end of the tunnel but um at the end of the day they've got to get the w so i appreciate it ryan thank you be well all right, don't forget that tomorrow my post-game show will be over on YouTube following the Kings and the Nuggets. We're brought to you by Fosters and Paws, a group of animal advocates. They work primarily with dogs and shelters. They're looking for fosters and adopters. Uh, check out their website. They also do fabulous things with young people, teaching children the benefits that you can have for your life with uh, animals, and uh, they do a great job there. Just go to fostersandpaws.org. Kings lose tonight. Game was tied. 
All right, the Kings were down, and they go to the line. They make two to tie the game at 96. And then Denver takes a timeout, and they come out of the timeout and score nine unanswered. Jokic with a big play on Fox. They make a three ball at the other end, and that really changed the momentum of the game. And the Kings uh, never would regain the lead after that free throw. I think Monk was the guy at the line, if I'm not mistaken, to tie the game at 96. And so now Sacramento falls further down in the standings with the Dallas win. Sacramento is now 17 and 15, okay? And they, at home, are only nine and seven. And that's a real concern. That's a concern. And the reason why I'm going to say it's a concern, I'm going to list the teams in the West that are ahead of them, and I'm going to mention their home records. Denver, 12 and three. New Orleans, 14 and four. Memphis, 13 and three. The Clippers, 11 and seven. Phoenix, 14 and five. Dallas, 14 and five. I mean, that's bad. I mean, it really is. You got to be better than nine and seven on the road. And just to give you an idea of what a difference it would make, had you not lost to Charlotte and Washington, two inferior teams, then you'd be 11 and five at home. And you'd be like, oh, that's a good home record. Now nine and seven, that's not a good home record. That's just not. Plain and simple, it's not a good home record. You know, if you're going to make the playoffs, you got to win in the neighborhood of close to 30 games at home. Okay? Or or when I mean, I mean a no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm not talking about the play, and I'm talking about the top eight. You know, you got to win 27 to 30 games at home. And again, you know, I listed all of those home records for those teams. The Kings have not played in Denver yet. They have not played in New Orleans yet, okay? They haven't played at Phoenix yet. They haven't played at Dallas yet. So you've got all these games still remaining at the other team's gym. That's an issue. No one has more of a disparity, though, in the West than the Warriors. 14-2 and two at home, 3-16 and 16 on the road. Go figure. No Steph Curry for a while, too, but they get the win tonight against Charlotte, a team that the Kings lost to a week ago. Brutal. All right, I want to hear from you. This is your show. It's not my show. All right, we're doing this to uh, get interaction. That's why I decided to go on Listen App tonight instead of YouTube so we could get a little give and take. So I want some give and take. Hit your hand icon, and let's do this, and let's hear what you have to say. Let's get to Jerry. Jerry, welcome to the show. How are you? Uh, not great, uh, considering what's been transpiring over the last like five days, but you know what? It is what it is. But let me tell you something. I feel like the only reason why we were in this game was because the Nuggets had a really shitty first half. I mean, they were shooting like what? 30%. Yep. They weren't making anything. Our offense honestly wasn't too great tonight. Like we, we scored like, you know, barely what over a hundred points missing all sorts of threes. Uh, I mean, yeah, what did it look better than I thought without Sabonis? I guess, but that doesn't mean anything. You're going to be playing like some tough teams. We're going to be playing Denver again tomorrow and then Memphis. So what does that matter? You don't know what the hell is going to be going on with Sabonis. And that's always just been in the back of my mind. You know, it's like, is he just going to be uh, questionable every freaking game for the next, you know, month, you know, with his thumb? So, you know, we don't know what the pain tolerance is or anything like that. So, I mean, you know, with the upcoming schedule, it just sucks. Um, hey, Jerry, let me ask you a question. Were you bothered by the fact that he was on the floor against Washington with just over two minutes left in a game that was already decided? 
I was thinking about it with, you know, five minutes in the game. I was screaming for the starters to get the hell out of the game. There's no yep. reason when you're down over 20 points and the game is over, you know, with four or five minutes left in the game, you yep. got to take out your starters. I, I don't know. Like, I just keep remembering. I, I don't know for what what reason. I always comes to mind with, with Derrick Rose's MVP season when Tom Thibodeau left him out in the last yep. few minutes of the game and they were up 15 points. And that cracked. I'm, I'm going to say it. It kind of ruined his career after that. He was never the same after that. And I always think about yep. that. Never leave your stars late in the game when you're, you know, when it's decided by, you know, 20 points, game's yep. over. There's no reason to. You're just risking injury. And then, you know. I agree. Now the bonus is out. And, you know, what the hell's going to go on with this season? And that, that's, that's I, what, I agree. Know, scary. And it is what it is. And, you know, what, what sucks, too, is the crowd's. Crowd's been selling out every night, and then I'm afraid it's going to go down because, you know, you're seeing loss after loss, and especially after, you know, the Washington game, you know, just this bad homestand right now. It's been disappointing, and you kind of want the casuals to come out. You know, you go see a Kings game, and then, you know, I saw, you know, a post on Instagram, for example. You know, one guy decided to go to a game, and then you, you get blown out by a terrible team in the, what you know, in yeah. the business, and then you get same old Kings, same old yep. Kings, and then it's like, okay, yep. well, it kind of brings everything down, and you had good momentum. You had good energy, yep. and then now it, you know, it just seems like everyone's just going back to where it was, and it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Now, I've always said that I, I take the holidays a little bit differently because the holidays, the Kings have always done very well with attendance because for obvious reasons. So if they go into a slide, then I want to see what the attendance looks like when we start getting into January. That will be a very telling sign for me. Right now, I expect full houses. A lot of people are home from college. A lot of people are visiting for the holidays. Hey, let's go to a game. Hey, you know, uh, you know, I talked to a gentleman down in San Diego and, you know, he's coming up for the jazz game this week with a whole bunch of people, you know, and that's the only game he'll be to this year because it's a holiday deal. So I think his name's Rich down in San Diego. So, you know, th 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 I, I, I kind of go, okay, let me see what happens in January, but your point's well taken. I've seen some of those messages too, Jerry, where fans only came to one game and it was the Charlotte game or the Washington game. They have a bad taste in their mouth. And they go, screw that. I'm not coming back. You know? Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Like, I, I will say this because I did go to the Indiana game. And obviously, yep. it was just because Tyree, you know, Tyrese Halliburton was back. And, you know, you'd figure the crowds there. But, I mean, it was just after that. It's like the crowds just kept filling up because we were doing so well. And I think I don't, I don't yep. know, it's a coincidence that it's during the holidays. But I honestly think that people were, like, really thinking that this team was going to be great. And I uh, you know, like, good. I wouldn't say great, but you know what I mean. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I just felt like, you know, King, you know, people are thinking, okay, Kings are back. We got good momentum. And then the Sabonis thing happens. And then I feel like, uh, man, we just have to wait and see what the heck's going to happen with him. I guess maybe a week just to see how his thumb's feeling, if he can even play. And I don't know. Yeah, I, I remember Ryan did have a point uh, with, you know, the all-star uh, break coming up in, what, February. If he does get surgery, give him a little bit of time. But, I mean, it, what sucks is, like, you know, you fall too back, you know, far back in the standings within, like, what, those six weeks, and then it'll probably yeah. be hard to come back when, you know. It will be too late. If he, it, listen, if he has surgery and misses six to eight weeks, this season's over. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you it's over. No, I, I, I get it. I mean, you, what's funny, too, is um, I think my friend gave me a stat. The uh, starters had seven assists tonight. I mean, that's yep. what the bonus averages. So. Yep. Uh, that's, that's another thing right there. Another, I mean, we're just, we're just missing those high pick and rolls. That's the bonus does too. Those nice give and goes. He just really facilitates the offense. It's, it's, it's completely different. De'Aaron just isn't really facilitating honestly that well. He's scoring decently. He's scoring fine, but we, we need, we need that facilitator and that's the bonus. He's that point center that, you know, 
it's rare, but we need it. And you, you know, make a great point. Like you make you, you make a you make a great point. Uh, you made a fabulous point about the assist among the starters. Harrison Barnes one assist. Keegan Murray one assist. Alex Len no assist, but he only played 14 minutes, and you don't expect them to get assists. Fox only had four assists in 31 minutes, and Kevin Herter 37 minutes one assist. Sabonis normally gets one assist, you know, before there's 10 seconds gone by in the first quarter. So you make a great point there. That that is not going to get it done. Seven assists among your five starters is not going to get it done. That's a great observation on your part. Yeah, and you know, obviously with the you know triple doubles here and there, just. You know, he, he's he been killing it. Like, he's been averaging what, like, I think, like, in the last, like, 10 games, like, 14 rebounds, too. Like, rebounding's going to go every Everything's going to go down. It's Sabonis. Yep. It's, 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 it's just going to be real bad. We all know it. All right. So, he. That's why I need Kicker Murray to get more rebounds. I mean, I'm not blaming all the rebounding on him. But, you know, the guy played 31 minutes and he has two rebounds. Come on now. You got to have more than two rebounds in 31 minutes. I mean, the thing is, is he likes to play a lot around the perimeter, so it's going to be kind of tough for him. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't think well, he's, I don't think he's aggressive enough to, you know, go inside and, you know. Kevin Herter, right Kevin now. Herter plays on the Kevin Herter plays on the perimeter. He had four rebounds. So I mean, you know, I'm, I, I go get the ball. No, I, I hear you. I mean, it. I don't know. Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you're wondering. It's like, okay, well, is Keegan going to be that aggressive where he's going to like play? you know, more in the paint to get some rebounds. Like, it just seems like he's just staying more around the perimeter, which which I get, you know, you got to spread the floor a little bit here and there. And I guess if you're just going to rely on your bigs to get the boards. But, I mean, yeah, no, I see it, you, you know, from your from your power forward, you got to get more than two rebounds. So, oh, well, I guess we'll see what happens tomorrow. But, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's real. Uh, it, it sucks, you know. Life I mean, think about this. Trey, Trey Lyles played 24 minutes tonight. He had 10 rebounds. Now, he didn't shoot the ball well from distance. He missed five of six. And I, I, other than one shot, I really didn't have an issue with his shot selection. But, you know, 10 rebounds in 24 minutes. That's big-time rebounding. Yeah, it is. I mean, honestly, yeah, he, he did have a great game, too. I mean, for, like, the amount of, you know, what he was doing out yep. there. Like, um, you got to have production from someone when your star is out. So, I mean, uh -huh. um, with with, uh, with the minutes filling up, you know, Trey did his part. And, you know, you got to have everyone else to – Everyone else stand up too. I mean, um, you know, it's it, it's like I said, it's life without Sabonis. It it's gonna suck. It's 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 already kind of showing. Um, I don't know. There really isn't much else to say. I, I think everyone gets the point. Understand. Appreciate you right. uh, calling in, Jerry. Have a good Have one. A good Take night. care. Bye bye. All right. The uh, opportunity is yours now. Good, good, good. Uh, that was a great observation by Jerry on the assist and the starters. Very well done. Very true. I mean, those numbers are always, always around, well, a minimum of 15, always over 20 because Sabonis is <laughs> getting half of them, right? But th th that has to, that has to improve. It's a great point. A great point. We knew this day was coming. What would life be like? without Sabonis, right? I've been talking about it on a weekly basis. Better cross your fingers, Sabonis doesn't get hurt. Better cross your fingers, Sabonis doesn't get hurt. Well, guess what? He got hurt, now what? Well, you saw it tonight. Now again, I agree there were some good things tonight. I, I understand you were playing the team with the best record in the conference. I get all of that. But here's something else I also get. This was a winnable game tonight, tied at 96. 
with four minutes left to go in the fourth. Okay? 96-96. Timeout. Denver ball. And you don't have your best offensive player on the floor. And from that point forward, it was all Denver. That's where you lose the game. That's the difference of not having a player of that caliber on the floor. Because the one thing I've learned in covering the NBA for 32 years is almost always, okay, the team in the final five minutes with the better players are going to win. I know that's kind of like, gee, duh, really, Grant? But, the that, you know, if you don't have Sabonis on the floor in the final five minutes of a tied game, and it was a little less than five minutes, but I'm just rounding it off, you're at a huge disadvantage because you're very limited with what you can do offensively against a team like Denver. All right, your pick and roll is completely different. The ability to throw the ball down low and have the ball kicked out with a guy that's going to draw a double team and an extra pass, open three, that has diminished greatly. You don't have a guy you can throw the ball to anymore. So it limits you offensively. And you almost have to be perfect on the other end of the floor, which the Kings were not. I think Denver made three threes in that sequence. And the game's over. You know? That's where you miss a bonus. I'm not saying you don't miss them in the first quarter or the second quarter or the third quarter. What I'm saying is in a tight game, fourth quarter, your main guy, not there. So then what happens? Well, you saw what happened tonight. You saw exactly what happened. So you fall to seventh in the West, 17 and 15, and the same Denver Nuggets team tomorrow and then, listen, let's just call it the way it is. New Year's Eve, the Jazz. You could get on the airplane to go to Memphis, and you could find yourself in ninth or 10th place in the Western Conference with two losses. That's what we're talking about. So do not underestimate the importance of these games tomorrow and against the Jazz to wrap up the calendar year. Don't underestimate them. Right now, if you're a Kings fan, you should be saying to yourself, I'll gladly take a split in the next two games. All right, last chance to get on. If not, I'll wrap up this post-game show. Don't forget tomorrow, I'll be on Listen App at 4 o'clock Pacific, a open form Wednesday, and then I'll be on after the game tomorrow on YouTube. All right. Looking forward to that. Thank you very much for joining me here on Listen Up and today's post-game show. The Kings lose to the Nuggets. They're now 17 and 15. Have a good night, everybody. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.